Hello everybody, it is Michael here, back with another video, and in today's video, we're going to be talking about what's next for one of the teams in the most interesting positions in the NBA, the Golden State Warriors. Back to Doncic. Doncic pulls up, three-pointer, bang, bang, it's good, Doncic wins the game at the buzzer. What you preach, I guess about it talking trash, now don't want to pose with me like, uh-uh, not so fast. Unlike all of the teams I've talked about so far in this What's Next series, this team is going in a competing direction. And that's what makes this offseason such a compelling one for the Golden State Warriors. Because with them having the 7th and the 14th pick in the draft, they can go in cl two clear different directions. And we will be breaking those two directions down in this video. The first direction will be them using those picks, continuing to build young talent, and trying to win just with the core that they already have. The second direction being them going for a star trade, trading away James Wiseman and those picks to find another guy to make a big four yet again in Golden State. Let's talk about the first direction. They could use both of those picks to continue to add young talent to this team so they could prepare for a post-Stephen Clay Warriors, which I think is a very interesting direction. With the number seven pick, there's going to be a lot of talent there. The guy I would personally select is Moses Moody out of Arkansas. He reminds me a lot of Clay Thompson, the three and D guy who could do a little bit more. Obviously, I don't think he'll be as good as Clay Thompson, but I think he will be a fantastic player in this league. There are plenty of other great options though. Guys like James Booknight, some people are super high on. Uh, there's Davion Mitchell, who's probably the most NBA ready prospect out of the top five there's guys like Jalen Johnson who are a bit more of project type players Keon Johnson another more of a project but they can just go in kind of whatever direction they would want to if they have the seventh pick again I do think Moses Moody would be the best guy though because I think he can make an immediate impact on the game and especially with the questions about Clay Thompson going forward with the injuries he sustained in the past two years getting someone who can play that similar similar role would be a great thing and then at the 14 pick there's yet again going to be a lot of talent someone like kai jones could potentially be there and i think he would be a great fit into the warriors system he's someone who runs the floor really well super athletic uh defends the rim well too and is happy just doing that he's kind of what they wanted out of james wiseman not completely giving up on james wiseman but i do think he doesn't fit super well with this team just due to the fact that he is someone who kind of wants to be in that unicorn mold and they were having him be more of a traditional big you could have kai jones play the role that james wiseman was kind of going to initially play or you could maybe take a shooter like Corey kisper someone who i'm sure is going to be good don't know how high a ceiling is but he's definitely going to be a solid player in the nba at the least maybe someone like franz wagner slips a little bit and he is a player who i really like because he's one of the best defenders to come out of this class and is a really well-rounded offensive player with how deep of a class this is they could definitely get some very good players at 7 and 14 and then if you do that you have James Wiseman on the team who again I have questions about and big questions about 
how he fits into this current system, but he's absolutely a very talented player. He just needs some more time, considering the fact that he basically came straight out of high school into the NBA. That's a very tough transition, and he got injured. So you, it's really hard to judge James Wiseman's rookie year. You got Jordan Poole, someone who took big steps last year and I think is a nice part of this core going forward. And then you have the 7th and 14th pick on this roster, whoever those guys would be. In this case scenario, I do still think you can be a very good team. With Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Draymond Green, that's a solid core. And you're going to have other good role players around them. Andrew Wiggins took a big leap last year, was much better on the defensive side of the ball. And clearly, with a, be with a better culture, started to show more of his talents. And then you have all those young guys. You you could stay competitive for now and then build for the future post the Steph, Clay, and Dre era. So I do think that is an interesting idea for sure. Just going into the positives and negatives of that direction. So you would definitely be set up a lot better going into the far future without uh, those guys on the team anymore or if those guys just start to deplete and not become as good of players as they are right now. But the negative of that is that you are potentially missing out on a championship window. There's a lot of talent in the West. A healthy Lakers team, hopefully a healthy Clippers team. The Jazz, even though they disappointed, they'll be back. The Suns will obviously be there. Uh, you have teams like the Mavericks who could either uh, rise up or they could fall on their face. You have a team like the Trailblazers, which is a bit of an X factor depending on what happens to Damian Lillard. Uh, there's young teams coming up. Maybe the Timberwolves have a good year. There's there's going to be a lot of very good teams in the West and you'll be in that section of good teams, but you're going to be missing out on being a great team and you're going to be missing out on potentially your last championship window with this core. So going into the other direction, you could try and use those picks, use James Wiseman and use Andrew Wiggins to trade for a star player. The only issue about this is actually finding that trade target is a really challenging thing. Someone like Bradley Beal has been floated around forever, but with how successful the Washington Wizards were in the second half of the year, I think Bradley Beal will be inclined to just stay with Washington and run it back for at least one more year. We all want him to get out of there unless you're a Withers fan, but realistically with how loyal he's been and with that team actually showing some promise, getting some young guys on that roster who definitely have potential, Denny of Dia hopefully coming back well from his injury. Rui Mora showed a lot of promise in his second year. Uh, and they looked very, very solid. They put together their defense. So you really don't know if he's going to be available. I do think that would be a really nice guy for you to land, though. It gives you another guy who could just flat out score the hell out of the ball. Gives them another option without uh, Stephen Curry on the court. Gives them someone who can really run the bench unit, which was a big thing they were missing last year. And then just obviously gets you one of the most talented players in the NBA. Especially going back to the concerns with Klay Thompson. Getting someone who you know how good he is and you know how durable he is. I think that's a huge, huge 
piece that could be on this team and could legitimately make them a championship roster again. The idea of Pascal Siakam has also been floated around, and I think that's an interesting one as well, because I do think the fit with him and Draymond is a bit awkward. I do think they would get in the way of each other at times because Pascal's uh, three-point shot is all right, but it's definitely not great, so that may uh, muddle up the spacing, and you would basically have to run strictly small ball, which I don't know how that's going to uh, last throughout a whole 82-game season. It's obviously something that they're known for and that they've done a lot, but playing Draymond or Pascal, whoever you consider the actual center, it would probably just be depending on the matchup. Playing those guys at the center spot for an entire season i don't know how the wear and tear on their bodies would work there i do think that's interesting but again it's kind of like i don't know why exactly the raptors would trade pascal maybe they would go in fully just a youthful direction build around guys like uh malachi flynn they're gonna be getting uh jalen the fuck is his name they're going to be getting Jalen Suggs with the fourth pick. And then you would have a really, really nice young core with another guy like OG Ananobi. You obviously have Fred Van Vliet, Gary Trent Jr. And you kind of just run it with those guys. But if I was them, I would honestly just run it back. You get Jalen Suggs on that roster, and I think they're back to basically being a playoff team. They'll be back in Canada in front of those great fans, hopefully, and hopefully they'll be healthy this year. So I do think that's another one where it's just questionable if that trade is actually realistic. And then after that, it's like, who do you really trade for? That's a star player. You could go in the direction of just trying to trade for role players and building out this roster, which I don't think is a bad idea at all, to be honest. I mean, maybe a Ben Simmons trade, but I think that's way too big of a risk. And if you'd keep Draymond Green, those two guys clash very directly. It's just hard to see an avenue where the Warriors get a star player, but it's also weird because they have one of the best trade packages in the NBA to land a star. It's just about stars actually being available. So I do think if I was them, the direction I would try and go in is trade either the 7th or 14th pick and try and build out this roster because that's something that when they got Kevin Durant they kind of went away from and obviously you go away from that to get one of the best players on the planet and to be a team that legitimately destroyed the NBA for years with how good they were but they're missing that depth that made them so great back in 2015 back in 2016 and I think that is something that they can run it back in a different way, obviously with new players on this roster. I don't know who those players exactly are, but you do have some big contracts on this team. Maybe you get an Andrew Wiggins trade, even though he was good last year. You trade Andrew Wiggins, you trade a pick, and then you could get like three solid role players. I think them just filling out a roster with legitimate depth around those three uh, very, very good players and obviously just one of the best players on the planet and in my opinion, the best player on the planet in Stephen Curry, I think that could legitimately get you a shot at winning a championship. It wouldn't make you the favorite, but would even a Pascal Siakam trade necessarily make you the favorite? I don't know. So I would just rather go with a more realistic option 
and actually help your older guys. Make it so they don't have to play 82 games in a season. Make it so Klay Thompson can rest a bit. So you have an actual deep roster with talent top to bottom. And then you just try and run it from there. It's a weird situation regardless, but that's the direction I would go in. Uh, Kelly Oubre is going to be a free agent. I do think he'll leave this team. I don't think he fit the culture of Golden State very well. I don't think he fit the brand of basketball they wanted to play. If you can get anything for him in a sign and trade, obviously you try to do that. Get any value you can uh, because that's just what you should do as an NBA team. They'll have Kevon Looney uh, on a player option. I expect him to accept that and he'll be a decent enough role player. He's been beaten up uh, these last couple of years with injury, but he's just a nice guy to have on this team. Jordan Poole, someone who I think will continue to grow so if you just make some small trades continue to build up players on this team that can play around Steph Clay and Dre then I do think this team can be very good it's just about finding the right guys who fit the Warriors brand of basketball and then uh, getting those guys on this roster it's going to be a really really interesting offseason and I'm super excited to watch what the Warriors do because they can go in a million different directions and honestly, any direction is probably good, but we'll just have to see how this offseason pans out for them. So yeah, it's been Michael. Thank you for the support so much. Really means a lot. And yeah, peace out.